politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. Soleimani was plotting imminent and sinister attacks on American diplomats and military personnel, but we caught him in the act and terminated him. The Senate will come to order. No man alive was more directly responsible for the deaths of more American service members than Qasem Soleimani. This action may well have brought our nation closer to another endless war, exactly the kind of endless war the president promised he would not drag us into. The U.S. drone strike on the Iranian military commander has quickly changed the atmosphere in Washington as the Senate reconvenes. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the attack has deepened divisions in the Senate, where lawmakers are still trying to find a resolution to the impasse over President Trump's impeachment trial. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's praise for the action was met with skepticism from the Senate's top Democrat, Chuck Schumer, and other Democrats who questioned why key members of Congress, including the so-called Gang of Eight, weren't notified ahead of Time. I spoke to a member of that group, the vice chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Virginia Democratic Senator Mark Warner. What are your chief concerns about how this was carried out? General Soleimani was no friend to our country. He had been active with not only with Iranian forces, but had been in many ways manipulating and controlling Iranian-backed militias all over the region. And he had American lives on his hands. So this was not a good guy. And there was a real threat. My question, though, is when an administration takes this kind of action, takes out the number two or number three leader of a country that we've had bad relationships with for 40 years, Iran, did they think through the what next, the what will be the ramifications? Um, I've got questions. Why wasn't congressional leadership briefed beforehand? Why weren't our allies in the region notified beforehand? Have we fully thought through, because the Iranians and their proxies will retaliate, what we'll do against that retaliation? What do we do if the Iraqi parliament decides to kick America out of its country over the next 30 days because of this attack took place on Iraqi soil? Um, There's a host of questions that I think need to get answered. And related to the issue of notification, was your committee notified in any way? There was no notification to me prior to the event. There is a reason why, over many decades, through Democratic and Republican administrations, there's a process been set up that congressional leadership, those folks, uh, that leaders of both parties and those leaders from the intelligence community and the armed services committees are notified beforehand. One, in many cases, to try to get congressional buy-in, but also, two, because we have knowledge and expertise and had the potential to ask that question that maybe an insular group around a president wouldn't ask so that you can really know and think through all the ramifications of these actions before they take place. Um, I think that process has been successful, and it's why in the vast majority of times where presidents have had to take action over the last 30 to 40 years, there's generally been pretty broad bipartisan rallying around the the president after the fact. The fact that this administration seems to kind of so willingly blow off any norms and blow off congressional leadership, 
I don't think helps our country, and I don't think it makes the president look stronger. But North Carolina Republican Congressman Mark Meadows, a strong ally of the president, has a different view. I spoke to him as well. We've had administration after administration, both Democrat and Republican, where bad guys have been taken out, where we have not deployed troops, where these kinds of decisions happen, and we get notified after the fact. Hopefully, what they'll see is is that there's one less bad guy in the world today, one less strategic bad guy willing to harm American interests. And, and I can tell you that I'm glad the president made the decision he did. I also can say this, that you can't make a decision by committee when you're taking a strategic strike like this that has to be executed with precision. There is discussion, I guess, I don't know if you've heard that there may be a briefing for members of Congress. Your thoughts on that? I'm sure they'll come in and show all the back uh, intel that they had, all the reasons for the strike. I can tell you and your, your, your listeners right now, there were other planned terrorist activities in the region that had to be addressed. Uh, and the American people are safer today because this guy was taken out, uh, because he was uh, part of a strategy to actually uh, harm American interests in the region. And ultimately, I think the intel briefing that we will get will give a lot of comfort to both Democrats and Republicans. A classified briefing for lawmakers is now scheduled for the coming week. In the meantime, the Senate is still struggling with how to move forward on the president's Senate trial following his impeachment by the House. The two articles of impeachment have not yet been turned over to the Senate by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. And Senate Majority Leader McConnell again questioned that tactic on Friday. Instead of sending the articles to the Senate, they flinched. They flinched. That's right. The same people who just spent weeks screaming that impeachment was so serious and so urgent that it couldn't wait for due process, now decided it could wait indefinitely while they checked the political winds and look for some new talking points. But Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says McConnell's refusal to go along with Democrats' calls for witness testimony from four current and former White House officials goes against the precedent of other impeachment trials. And he believes a failure to call witnesses, including acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney, will be a failure by the Senate to do its constitutional duty. Will we conduct a fair trial that examines all the facts or not? The country just saw Senator McConnell's answer to that question. His answer is no. Instead of trying to find the truth, he is still using the same feeble talking points that he was using last December. And for now, Congress remains in a state of limbo on impeachment, where it was when 2019 came to a close. 2020 is just beginning. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. 
only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.